Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Homes on cul-de-sacs. You've come to the right place. Welcome to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show with Stan DeFritis, the dad, and James DeFritis, the son. For the next hour, call in with your questions in gardening, growing your favorite veggies, and growing your profits in real estate. Locally, call 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. Stan DeFritis, the dad, and you are? Yeah, I'm James DeFritis, the son. <laughs> I love our little Hawaiian guitar behind us there. Uh, we might make a big announcement that we are now the Auction Florida Real Estate team, and that's still w, the www, I guess, which we don't have to really worry about using, but AFLRE.com. We're with Remax Metro, and we are now heading up their auction division. Absolutely. Yeah, we're really excited about that. Um, it's They've never had an auction department at uh, Remax Metro before, and so this is going to be a brand new uh, division for Remax Metro, and we couldn't be happier uh, to be part of their new team. With that's very true. We met with Mr. Uh, Rick Brown, and uh, what a great guy. I mean, you get to meet the owner. You know, we weren't even so sure. We said, well, it's the owner. You know, owners sometimes can be nice guys and sometimes, yeah. And um, with Rick, such a great guy. He kept saying, hey, we can do this. We can do that. Sure. Said, what a guy who thinks, you know, outside the box, let's, let's make something bigger and better. Absolutely. And- yeah, sometimes owners can be like, Hey, you're not too good at math. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, you know, people say things and sometimes they, well, they don't think. You yeah. Know, I don't care if you're big and rich or, or not. You know, you got to think about what you're saying. And sometimes people do and sometimes they don't. But Sure. And the nice thing is, is that I, I am pretty good at math and uh, good enough in math to uh, move over to Remax Metro. Hey, yeah, the math numbers just worked, didn't they? They sure did. And uh, so we are happy that we're there. We want you to think about using us if you have that problem. Property. And we work with all, I had someone call me last week and said, hey, I'm outside of Remax. I'm outside of the old firm you were with. Could you work with us? And I said, sure, we can. Yeah, I mean, we work with everybody. And if you've got a property that's long in the tooth and you need auctioneers, and we are both licensed Florida auctioneers, which we think you should be, because if you're not, you know, let's say the restaurant comes up that's, I think there's going to be like a third of the restaurants out there who are not going to reopen and they need to sell. And if they needed to sell their equipment, well, you need to be a licensed auctioneer to be able to sell all that fifty or sixty or seventy or one hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of equipment that might come up, right? Absolutely, yeah. And I would say today too, if anybody wants to give us a call about real estate or gardening, you can certainly give us a call today at eight one three two eight nine one eight sixty, or if you want to call toll free, it's eight seven seven nine six nine. 8,600. 8,600. There you go. You're sounding in my first order radio. I think I told you like 40 years ago, I had, hey, this is, I kept thinking, oh my gosh, you have to the have a big the, boomer. I, I don't smoke 20 packs of cigarettes a day. How am I ever going to fit in? 
But uh, you're remembering that number. You know, I think of your old Mustang, since you had a Mustang that had a, what, a 289 in it, right? It did. So when I think of the 813, I think of the 289 that you had in your Mustang. And then, of course, our, our station here at 1860 or 1860. Sixty, or you could say one eight sixty, but um, but I remember. I always think, and I don't know why I think about your two eighty nine, but that's a number away for me to remember that. Sure, at least the middle part, anyway. Yeah. Well. So anyway, so we do have a little bit of housekeeping uh, right. that I thought maybe we'd go over. Last week we had a guy call in. It was probably I don't know forty five seconds before the end of the uh, before we were going to be finished with the show. And very interesting question that he asked, a very specific question that he asked, and it was real estate-based. And he asked about something called a sale leaseback. And I'm glad that he asked the question because my understanding of it was it didn't sound like I fully understood the question and I didn't fully understand what he was getting at. But I have now educated myself a little bit on what a sale leaseback is. And I have an article in front of me, and it says, The Sale Leaseback, the King of Off-Balance Sheet financing. And basically what it breaks down to, and this may become something much more important going forward in the sense that, um, you, you know, because of the COVID and, 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 you know, having a lot of problems with cash flow, what it ultimately allows people to do is say they owned uh, something in a corporation, uh, say it being a business, a commercial property or something of that nature, they can literally sell off the property and then lease back that property to themselves. And it's, a, it, it's, it's kind of a way to, to free up some, some capital and, uh, and, and to get that off the balance sheet. So, mm-hmm. you know, so again, I won't go into it too much in detail, but I, I did go and look that up and I wanted to take a moment just to clarify that question. You know, just like in horticulture, there there are a gazillion topics that you could talk about in real estate, and there, there's not. I'm not going to know all of it any more than you're going to know the 5,000 different kinds of ferns that probably exist around the world. Yeah, I'm not always sure. People will sometimes do that too. I call it stump the star. They'll they'll send me a picture of something they brought back from uh, New Guinea and say, "What is it?" And I'm going, "Well, it's from New Guinea." And sometimes I know, but a lot of times when somebody has something that's really weird, looks like a spaceship. Uh, it's sometimes difficult. I mean, there are millions and millions of plants that you might come across. I said, look, being a lawyer or a doctor might be easier than trying to know all the plants and insects and diseases that are potentially out there. And I think I'm kind of a good general practitioner when it comes to knowing certain, you know, knowing most of things when it comes to look at this plant, look at this tree. And uh, speaking of that, I went out to see Conrad, who called us last week. Yeah, oh, yeah. He lives right Conrad, here. Conrad, yeah. Lives, lives in Tampa. You Not, said he was a delightful soul. Nice guy. Uh, served our country. I told him thanks for serving our country. We'd been in the Navy, been injured, and um, I was I was just so happy. You could just tell he was a good guy, and, uh, of course, he called us. He was one of our second caller, I think, on well, our shows, and I thought, what a delight of a guy. And so it when, sounds like he found the show, too, by uh, searching the dial. Uh, he couldn't find that other gardening show, which is no longer on the air. The one I used to be on for years and years and years. Right, back when it was still a good show. And, <laughs> and so now, it, uh, now if people want to get us and they still want to hear about gardening and or real estate, they can get us every Sunday morning from 7 to 9 a.m. And that's a, that's a new time, too, for us. I mean, we were, for the first month or so, we were doing from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. And now... Now you get to listen to us for that full two hours. Two hours. 
Well, let me say this about that. <laughs> so I have. So we do have some uh, some uh, additional gardening questions sure. that came in off of the AskMrGreenThumb.com website. And again, the, the Mister is just Mr. It's not M I S T E R. Some people go to search for that on the internet, and they they, they uh, that takes you to a different uh, uh, website. And I think that's uh, for selling mar- marijuana. Yeah. Um, and I don't think we want to. So we don't want to be associated with that unless, uh, like I said, unless they'd like to uh, sponsor the gardening show. Joe's in there saying. Hey, that CBD oil might be helpful. <laughs> <laughs> so we ha- we have a question that had come in from Alinda Mahoney, um, and she and she gave us permission to use her name. So oh, okay, yeah. So anyway, so one of the questions that she was asking about, and and again, I I cringe a little bit with this question because it's a little bit uh, well, everything's politically charged now. But uh, she did ask about weed killer, and she said we live in a condo complex and have many different kinds of weeds taking over, including vine types that are killing the little bit of grass that we have we need some weed killer that's dog friendly environmentally friendly we need serious help thanks what do you recommend what she didn't say is it saint augustine or Bahia? that would she make, did not indicate that that makes a difference yeah i mean here's the here's the one tidbit i'm gonna uh, kind of add to this and and uh and i it was kind of trial by error and it was uh, listening to a friend of mine mr shane who was you know he's in the same camp he wants something environmentally friendly he wants something that's dog friendly and all of that sort of stuff and i get all of that um but your choices in my mind because you know he went down the gamut uh you know he he, you know trying to see what he could come up with he got a uh, propane torch and uh, (laughs) burned down the neighborhood (laughs) well and and this has become a popular thing now where you have this these long torches to to uh to go out and burn weeds with and i'm not listen i'm not going to go against that kind of, of, of thinking. Uh, but the one thing I would add to that is, um, it, just as Stan was joking about, is make sure that when you buy the, the propane torch, you also buy our fire extinguisher. Um, I can't, I, I, and I don't even, we won't even go there, but I, I can't imagine the amount of accidental fires that have been started to try to get rid of incidental weeds. And God loves Shane. I look at him as my uh, surrogate son. But I remember him as being a youngster, and I was always a little leery because nothing against Shane. Shane is a very smart young man, but he always wanted to push the envelope just a tad, and I was always afraid – you know, he's going to say, "Come on, James, let's jump off the roof." Yeah, and see I learned early. Parachute war. I I learned early <laughs> on that what worked for him and worked beautifully for him did not always work very well for me. So I was, you know, now it's kind of like take ten steps. I I see him do stuff today as an adult, and I'm still like, let's check that out for at least ten more steps. Take a picture of that and not participate. That's kind of my philosophy because he uh, he he definitely has more of the uh, ability to walk on water than I do. <laughs> A couple of things I would say. You know, first we need to find out what probably St. Augustine. But mm-hmm. I hate to say one of my good friends, Jack, years ago, who was in repair of stuff, who did uh, repair on refrigerators and stoves and stuff. I still have a hole in the back of my refrigerator where he did a great job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, love Jack. I always look at that hole in the back there. Oh, yeah, go, yeah. Jack Fanino. <laughs> yeah, I love Jack. Jack's a good, good guy. Good yeah. tennis player. Nice guy. But he put the wrong weed killer down, and he killed his yard. Oh, 2,4-D. Yeah, he used 2,4-D on a St. Augustine. Well, 2,4-D works pretty well on Bahia. Um, but there again, you got to be careful. And I hate to even say 2,4-D because 2,4-D was one of the components in Agent Orange. One. Now, it doesn't mean, and let's say there was a big major strength difference between what Dow came up with 
for that sure. and, and deforesting Vietnam's forest and what you might use in your yard. That being said, I like to use everything as carefully as I can. If there's an organic, if there's a safe product I can use, that's what I want to go with. Sure. Because, you know, it's all of our own environment. And I don't give anybody the high road saying, oh, you're more organic than me. We're all. I love the environment. I know you do. You know, we, I love the nature. I love all of the things we can. That being said, I say, that be said, as one local guy likes to say a lot, um, that be said, when you, if you use the thing wrong, you can have a problem. So dose makes the, po- the, the poison, you know. Um, I read something other day. Water. You know, we all need water every day. Drink two gallons of water in an hour. Too much of a good thing. And it could kill you. Just like the beginning of our show, too much of a good thing. (laughs) So you stay with us. Give them the numbers. (laughs) Sure, absolutely. You can call in any of you that are interested in getting your gardening and real estate questions answered. Again, we're here from 7 to 9 a.m. on AM 860 on 813-289-1860. Or, if you prefer, toll-free, 877-969-8600. Stay with us. Hi, Darcy the Cow here for Black Cow, the mature manure. Every time you buy a bag of Black Cow, you're helping the environment. Our process helps to repurpose manure so it is environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black Cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils. Oh yeah, and it helps to retain moisture too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with Black Cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and Black Cow. Oh yeah, for details, check out our website eh, at blackcowkow.com. Black cow, the mature manure, black cow. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com. That's Auction Florida Real Estate. That's AFLRE.com. Chloe, put your helmet on. Okay, Dad. You work hard to protect your family, but some risks are easy to miss. Mosquito bites can spread germs that cause West Nile virus or Zika virus. Cockroaches leave behind bacteria as well as allergens that can trigger asthma attacks. Stinging insects send more than half a million people to the emergency room every year. Common pests can threaten our health. Learn how to protect your family at PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the CDC. Let's welcome Jeremy Camp. Hope comes home with I Still Believe. You can download it now at WatchSalemMedia.com. From the creators of I Can Only Imagine comes the uplifting true life story of Christian music megastar Jeremy Camp. I'm supposed to be with her. I can't explain it. I just know that. Jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes. You're going to be healed. What if I'm not supposed to be healed? 
Don't say that. I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at Watch Sailor media.com that's watch salemmedia.com take am860 the answer with you wherever you go with our mobile app the answer tampa.com alexa tune in iheart and at radio.com the fighting spirit of the marine corps is born of battles won battles won within over enemies of fear enemies of doubt it's who we are it's what we do it's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Got questions about perennial problems with flowers? What about issues with closing on your newest property? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am Stan DeFritis, the dad, and you are... And I am James DeFritis, the son. And we're here. And uh, I did get a call the other day from Tampa Bay Magazine. We need to get a picture done afterwards. And Joe's going to be our amazing photog. Joe does everything around here. He uh, He's a technical wizard. He is. You ask him to, to try, try to do something, and he has it done before you turn around. Right. So, he even uh, wears a pointy hat. Well, he's... Uh, Not that kind of pointy yes, hat. I, say, I, I don't think he's... He seemed like a pretty darn good guy to me so let's not even put him in any kind of category um certainly not that category um go ahead anyway so we have another uh gardening question here uh gardening question says hey mr gt uh this is a question on plants and large pots we would like to put large planters outside our front doors it's a 15-story condo and two large pillars in front seem to be a big wind tunnel that blows through here they say in the past that when we've tried that when we've tried this the wind literally pulls the flowering annuals out of the pots can you recommend anything ornamental that would have deep enough roots that would stay in the pot yet add some color and wouldn't get blown out of the pot <laughs> so come on i want that perfect plant that's going to be just perfect for that type of thing wind tunnel uh let's see here the, i'm thinking of the great carmack you know when johnny carson you're a little you don't remember johnny carson that but much. i do remember saying it. he used to go like this and go well, the answer is uh he was great he was so fantastic um one of my buddies tony who's uh, been around forever a day who worked in all the uh I worked in Channel 13, and I think he worked in the, for the Tribune, and uh, he has pictures of him and uh, the great Johnny Carson when he was here. So you don't really like that question very much, do you? <laughs> well, no. I, I, I say, are there any more good questions? Uh, that's the question. You know, I just put some, um, I mentioned last week, Cal and Coey's. Mm-hmm. They're in the succulent family. They're going to stay short. Um, they have... We had to cut off some of the old flowers, you know, and all this water we're getting. We're probably going to get a little more fungus, but... Succulents are pretty tough. They don't seem to fungus up, let's say, like, you know, a rose does. Or Does it have deep roots so that it would be more likely to stay in a pot? Well, it's going to stay relatively short. Mm. So the wind is so near. So you're thinking the uplift uh, is, isn't uh, going to would be, be nil. 
and there's they're little thick leaves that aren't going to blow off. Let's say crepe myrtles are nice, but crepe myrtles, boom! As soon as the wind comes, you've got all these little leaves everywhere. Now, in the right spot, I think that's not a problem. It'd be kind of weird to see a crepe myrtle though. 15 stories up in a condo. Oh, boy, I've seen folks. Have you do, seen that? You can okay. do all kinds of things. I was even thinking something outside the box, maybe like. Because uh, they some, get big crepe myrtles. You know, I saw somebody the other day were growing caladiums. They have the the multicolored leaves. Now, that stays small also. Okay. Um, you know, they come in red and white and green and white. But somebody sent me a picture the other day that they had in their yard. And I thought, boy, that's kind of neat. They had like a bed of these caladiums. And um, we'll have to put that on the screen. Caladium. Caladium sometime. Yeah, that was neat. One of the first plants that I grew. Actually, when I was at North Shore School a million years ago in St. Petersburg, um, one of our um, Mrs. Wedding, who I eventually later worked for her husband, brought in caladium bulbs. And I think we were in like second grade. They handed us these little bulbs and we put them in some soil and we grew them out. Mm. So it's one of the first plants that Mr. GT ever grew. And I thought, what a neat thing. You know, I know it's a subtle pleasure and for a lot of people. But right now when you've been COVID-19 at your home forever, sometimes little subtle pleasures, you start to notice a little color in the leaf, a little flower. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, begonias And it's a neat. positive thing that people can do right now, too. I mean, it, it, gardening is something you can control. And, and, you know, when everything else feels out of control, gardening is one of these things that you can control to a degree. And, uh, and and as you just pointed out, it can bring that simple pleasure of seeing something change and grow into something beautiful that you help to, you know, to do for the world. I agree. And I think it's something we all can do. You know, it doesn't yeah. matter your, and it doesn't, your politics, your color. Nothing matters. Right. Everybody can do it. And it's and it's a great thing. So That's a beautiful thing you about gardening. You can do gardening. it at, at six. You can do it at 96. Right. And what a beautiful thing about gardening is that it doesn't know any of these things uh, that make life less pretty. I mean, I went out the other day, so I've got some ferns that grew in. And I like, I think the ferns are pretty. You know, they're kind of a Boston fern that came in from my neighbor's yard. And I didn't take them out because I thought, hey, they like being underneath this tree area. It's a natural area. Uh, color in shade areas, begonias, impatience will take the shade. Sure. Now, in the sun, I'm going to put some more marigolds because I've been become the marigold king out around the mailbox. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, you're kind of a seed hoarder. Well, I like you know, I like recycling things, and there's nothing recycling seeds is nature's way of giving us another new generation. I know, I think that's great. So that's a good thing. Um, I was also thinking even um, canna lilies. Um, there's you know, might put those. They they might grow even up uh, in a upper story place. Sure, um, give you something pretty. Um, don't know if I'd go with a rose, though. I've grown some climbers before. Had those climbers in Clearwater. Climbers in Clearwater. And, um, you know, with a clapper. And, <laughs> and they did great. You know, and I never did much to them. And they took the wind. They took hurricanes. The thing I like about some of the climbers, I remember especially Don Juan. I had out by the front door. Didn't have to spray it. Didn't have insects. Didn't have fungus hardly. And the Don Juan gave us flowers all the time. Nice, dark, red deep flowers they do climb so you need some kind of a little structure for them normally to make them look good but if you're going to put it on some kind of a little structure you can buy that at any of the nurseries i don't want to give them a a free advertisement but any of the big box stores you know have things like that Mm -hmm. and uh, i've been to all of them i've done commercials for all the major big box stores in on 100 stations could do it here but maybe 
<laughs> down the road, we'll see. But I'm going to say you could that would be a possible, and, and I wouldn't. You'd be the only person with a rose, probably on your tenth floor, that probably still would survive. Sure. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of good advice on that. And again, if you have any other questions for gardening and/or real estate, we're here for the next two hours. Less than that now. Eight one three two eight nine one eight sixty or eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. What's that? Eight seven seven. So that's eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. Eighty six hundred. I like the way you do that. That's uh, it's you. You only can do it for the last four. That the, you know, otherwise it just loses its luster. You gotta you just gotta punch it at the end. That's that's my little philosophy. I came in early this morning so I could cut a spot because we needed to get one ready. And Joe in there said, "That's hey. right for Remax he Metro." S- he said, "Can you can we make this happen?" I said, "My new buddies here." Gave me this copy just the other day, and can we? Can you do it? And he goes, hey, no problem. We'll make it happen right, you know, soon. Absolutely. Yeah, he's a can-do kind of guy. So we love it. We might mention to you, of course, that um, we've had a bunch of gardening questions that have come in via... The uh, website, AskMrGreenThumb.com. That's A-S-K-M-R, not, not M-I-S-T-E-R. So that's A-S-K-M-R, GreenThumb.com. If you want to submit your gardening question, you can. And uh, we'll read out your answer on the air the following week. So it gives you a little impetus to want to call in and or to write in to us so that you can get your gardening question answered. And we'll be back. Stay with us as the plant talk, real estate talk continues. Remax Metro is one of Tampa Bay, Florida's premier real estate firms. Proud to support the Ask Mr. Green Thumb Gardening and Real Estate Show. Tampa Bay is a great place to live, work, and play. So if you're thinking of moving here, or if you're already our neighbor, we want to help. Our Remax Metro headquarters is in downtown St. Petersburg, Florida, with additional offices in Pasadena, Treasure Island, and Terra Verde. Finding your way home is easy with Remax Metro at MetroAgents.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. Massive protests against police brutality nationwide capping a week that began in chaos but ended with largely peaceful expressions that organizers say will sustain their movement. Tens of thousands of people, if not more, marched yesterday with few reports of problems and scenes that were more often festive than tense. However, last night, Seattle police used pepper spray to disperse a crowd hurling objects. The largest U.S. demonstration appeared to be here in Washington, D.C. Britain's most senior police chief says 14 officers were injured during clashes with protesters in London yesterday following a largely peaceful Black Lives Matter demonstration. The assaults on officers were, quote, shocking and completely unacceptable, the police say. And Cristobal, the tropical storm is bearing down on the Gulf Coast, could make landfall tonight. This is SRN News. Hey, are you guys open? Yeah, yeah, we are. Come on in. As businesses reopen across the nation, is your business prepared for what comes next? Salem Surround can help. COVID-19 brought America's thriving economy to a screeching halt. But now, local businesses are getting back to normal. Are you ready for the return to business and all that pent-up consumer demand? Contact Salem Surround. Learn more at surroundtampa.com. Surroundtampa.com. Connecting you with new customers. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. When I first started Balance of Nature, I was hesitant, but two months into the product, I began to see the difference. And I have to really admit, I was totally surprised. I went from swelling feet to no swelling feet 
The first of May was the first time this year I jogged in three years. And not just jog three laps, I did 17 laps. So I'm feeling alive and not sluggish and tired, I would really like to say. You have to try it so you can see the results for yourself. Even my girlfriend downstairs, I said, you need to try it. She says, I'm thinking, I said, okay, well, why are you still tired and I'm still beating you up the block? It's okay. Because <laughs> that's all I'm going to do. I mean, she's taller than me and I move faster than her now. That's because the energy I'm getting from Balance of Nature. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code RESULTS. Take AM860 The Answer with you wherever you go with our mobile app, theanswertampa.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Larry Elner explains the rarity of police violence. The reason it's news is because it's rare. It's rare for the cops to kill anybody. Recent years, from the average, 1,000 people in this country being killed by police officers. According to the Washington Post, almost all of them resisted arrest with weapons. Almost all of them. The Larry Elder Show, weeknights at 6 on AM 860, The Answer. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com. That's auction Florida real estate. That's AFLRE.com. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Connect online at AskMrGreenThumb.com. Got questions on gardening, real estate, or both? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am Stan DeFritis, and you are... And I'm James DeFritis. And we are the Dynamic Duel. And if you've got questions about, uh, well, I don't know, anything that happens in gardening, that's kind of in my domain. And sure, real estate, you, we both can probably answer. Absolutely. So if you have uh, gardening questions, uh, Stan's the man. And uh, if you have any real estate questions, I'll be happy to take a crack at it as long as it's not about a sale leaseback. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Well, I, I, I heard that question last week, and I thought, somebody's trying. To, you know there's somebody's in the business. Yeah. And that somebody's going to say, hmm, I wonder if they can answer that because it's one of those things. Obscure yeah, kind of it's an things. obscure question, and I and I knew when when we got it, I thought to myself, man, that's a, that, that's. But again, it, it's kind of like asking you, you know, Stan, give me all the Latin names of all the different ferns uh, that are out there. Well, mm. you might could name five or six, but after after the five or six, you know real well, um, it starts to get more complicated. And then the, some of the topics in real estate are, you know, extremely complicated. Um, you know, uh, now one of the things, I mean, I, I, we've done lots of talks together at various offices. Mm-hmm. And and by the way, we do that for all offices. We'll be happy to come in and talk about our auction business and how we can help your agents because uh, it doesn't matter who we work with, we're happy to perform auctions for any company. So it doesn't matter if you're with uh, Remax Metro or if you're uh, with Coel Banker or any of these other companies who 
uh, either have an auction department or don't really know have an auction department where they don't really know what they're doing, um, then you know we can come in and fill in those gaps and uh, and make things happen. So you know we help everybody. Yeah, we had somebody outside of our new organization who's actually in Remax, but a different Remax called us last week and said, hey, "Yeah, Remax Elite." How about coming and giving a talk to our group? And, yeah, and, I, and we're st- we're still in the process of trying to get that going, but everything has, uh, you know, with COVID and everything, it's it's been a kind of a scheduling nightmare trying to figure out how to get everybody together and doing stuff because we're kind of in between. It's like we're trying to open up and trying to go back to some sense of normalcy, and yet we're still having Zoom meetings and people that haven't committed to that yet. And and I think that's kind of where we're going to be for a while. We're, we're still trying to figure out how to, uh, and then and then. And I also think, too, uh, we've got a certain mindset that, uh, hey, I really like working from home. Um, I think I'd like to stay working from home, like, forever. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of folks out there like that. You know, I had a question last week, too, about trying to grow stuff in the earth box. And uh, they were trying to grow, like, a seed. Um, They're going to try to grow a a crop where you're going to harvest the seed. And the more I read about it, I kept thinking, I don't know, you know, tomatoes in the earth box, lettuce in the earth box, different things. And, oh, and by the way, I did check the other day, and uh, Blake Wisnett uh, has passed on this last year, I had a, in I 2018. Had a okay. But he lived to 2018. Um, he was a guy, too. He looked like he was in bad health. And yet, I remember we put a camera on Blake, and all of a sudden he came to life. Oh, he was and, spirited, and very he was, spirited. He was just a great, great guest, and he knew a lot when it came to, if you asked him a question about tomatoes or earthbox, which he invented, um, and he really, I was thinking the other day, the nice thing about all this rain, it's great, but too much rain, and you get into fungus and root problems. The reason he invented the earth box is because it's up above and it has drainage. And if you've got drainage, then the plant can normally come through it okay. And you start getting where six inches of water sits around a plant for two or three days, and often it's, uh, you know, biocondias. Sure. And one of the things that's really cool, too, uh, about that uh, system, you know, having any kind of container box growing um, is, you know, you're 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 creating something. It's 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 back to the idea. I mean, one of the things I admired about the, about the earth box and Blake is that, you know, he, you know, he, one of the things he'd said to us is, hey, you know, we, we, we as a country, we need to be making stuff. And he definitely believed in that. And, and hey, we need to make stuff and get stuff and improve upon what we're doing. Um, I saw something the other day in the news, and it, when I think it was uh, the Tesla guy uh, was talking about, you know, we have way too many smart guys going into finance and law, and we don't have enough smart people uh, that are willing to roll up their sleeves and make things. Mm. So, uh, again, I don't care if it's an earth box uh, or something as elaborate as a, uh, as, as a car. Um, I, I think uh, we need to, as a society, get back to making things. And even if we can't make stuff right now, we certainly can grow stuff, and uh, we can enhance uh, the beauty and uh, around us. And uh, it's one of the reasons why we, we're seeing the nurseries and, and the big box stores, all of their nurseries, just packed. I mean, it, I, I've not been able to go in to buy a light bulb <laughs> uh, uh, without, you know, I mean, the parking lots are packed, and it's always packed where the uh, gardening section is. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, and again, I expected by June that that was going to start to drop off because of the heat, um, and it really hasn't. Yeah, normally it does. And normally there's a time where people go, it's just so hot. I know at Earthbox, they used to close down every summer mm-hmm. because it was just, they go, well, you know, and, and basically for vegetables, we normally think of spring and fall. Mm-hmm. Now, I have some, I just put in a cherry tomato the other day, a little small tomatoes, because I know the little small ones will keep producing all summer long. 
And so I thought, you know, this is worth doing. In fact, I'm thinking about maybe taking a cutting off the tomato so I can have two. And um, maybe I thought if I do that, I might put it in a container, maybe bring it in and show that you could have uh, cuttings off, especially with tomatoes. You can get what I call sucker growth sometimes. And sometimes you want to take that off anyway sure. to get the plant, uh, you know, more of a height. Yeah, uh, and, that, and that's the beauty thing, too. If you want to bring something in while we're doing the radio show, because we are also filming this as we're uh, recording this and putting this up on YouTube and on your AskMrGreenThumb.com website, um, you know, it becomes a lot more interactive. You know, we can actually show people what we're doing instead of just discussing what we're doing. Someone asked me the other day, too, about tomatoes and said, what's the difference between the kind that grow up and just grow all over and the kind that kind of stays short? Well, normally they're either determinate or indeterminate types, and indeterminate types tend to grow when they just keep producing, and you normally have to get a, you know, six-foot ladder to to keep it growing. The determinate type is normally a bush type. It's more, it's going to be kind of a mid-sized plant with usually a lot of tomatoes that come on at one time. So, you know, depending on what you're looking for, a lot of folks like the determinate because you can get those tomatoes and they'll come on and you have them set and... Um, that's good. And, of course, right now, the hotter it gets at night, you need to go with a smaller variety. Sure. The so, the, so, the, so the better boys in the beefsteaks, uh, that's something you're going to have to hold on to. Uh, you know, we're going to have to wait on. You're going to be having to look more at, at, at producing maybe a grape tomato or, or cherries or, cherry. or cherry 100s or yeah, any of those sweet 100s. Probably couldn't even get away with a plum tomato either, right? I mean, you probably do better than the bigger ones. But, yeah, I think yeah. I'm from this point on. And the other thing, I have some areas where I've got some boxes now where things have kind of died out. And I'm taking some sweet potato cuttings, and I'm sticking those in because I thought, hey, I like sweet potatoes, and, you know, they're healthy. And I've been on a kick now for a while to try to think of more health, better health. And, um, you know, sweet potatoes would fit into that. And I'm thinking, what I put in now, you know, we had some last for last Thanksgiving that I had grown, and I'm taking more cuttings from those and uh, see what we can do. Plus, a buddy of mine, John, also mentioned to me, he said, sometimes you get sweet potato where it kind of sprouts on the edge. Cut that edge off, the corner, put that in, you know, get it to sprout, and another easy way to start sweet potatoes if you want to try to grow some. And they're, they'll take a long time. They're like usually 120 to 140 days. Wow. So it's not like tomatoes, sometimes you'll have them in 60 days, sure. 75. But if you go sweet potatoes, they're, they're a root crop, of course, and they're a, long, they're a long season. Now, you can eat some of the foliage on new sweet potatoes too people don't think about that but you could mix that in with some of your salads and the other thing i've been doing is trying to eat more salads and more greens in the last year than ever sure. before and I, and I think what kills the thing i would say too that that really kills the salad it's it's not the salad it's it's what you put on the salad people they they, they you know they, they'll put all the veggies <laughs> in there but then they'll they'll dump blue cheese on it or they'll dump something that's heavy in fat content on there um, so, you know, my advice there is I know oil and vinegar is a bit boring, but, um, you know, at least with, the, with you know, olive oil, um, at least that's a good fat if, if you're going to ingest a fat. Um, the amount of salt that is in most salad dressings is, is I'm sure, is pretty high. Um, you know, if you ever go down the soup aisle. Um, you know, I, I was looking at soup the other day, and I'm going, oh, my goodness, 980 milligrams of salt for one serving. And then I looked at the big uh, uh, cup uh, uh, that, that it came in, and, well, it, that was like you get two servings out of that. So guess what? You get to double it. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I was talking to my heart doctor. Uh, 
I call him the wolf man. And uh, he was saying, you know, cut back on salt. And I said, well, we try to find processed food that doesn't have salt in it. And he goes, well, good point. Right. And, and, uh, yeah. and then the nutritionists out there would go, well, you just said processed foods. That's your problem right there, buddy. Yeah, I agree. Well, if you get oatmeal, there's no salt. But uh, but it's tough. You're, you're, I mean, the point you're, you're reaching at in terms of the food that we consume, you know, unless you're growing it yourself, um, it's hard to know. I mean, even some of the uh, – I was looking at some frozen uh, uh, fruit the, the other day, and, and part of the flash freezing process, they hit it with a slightly brine salt water type of solution. Well, okay, and so it'll keep longer. That's good. But now, you know, even something that you thought was completely healthy may have uh, excessive salt, especially if you're having heart conditions or high blood pressure or that type of thing. You need to count that as part of what you're ingesting. Exactly. Well, that's important for folks. And, uh, you know, that's one of the reasons we if you can grow it. And I think people should. And right now, maybe a. uh, a victory garden is a great idea, or maybe we can call it a healing garden. Mm-hmm. I think our country needs a healing garden. Sure, and, and, and that's one of the things that's kind of cool, too, is, that, I mean, you're seeing more and more people grow edibles in their, in their, uh, around their homes opposed to just putting in pretty stuff. I mean, pretty stuff's great. Love pretty stuff. But um, I, I do think that there is a place for growing edibles. And, uh, you know, no, I don't think you're going to put out uh, put to Publix and Walmart out of business by uh, growing stuff in your yard. Anybody that's ever, even if you have a big yard, um, yeah, you're going to grow a lot of, of stuff, but you're still going to have to supplement it with stuff that isn't going to be in season at the time that you harvest stuff. I agree. Well, I remember talking to a guy from Publix one time. I said, hey, you know, gardening, getting people to grow stuff. And he got, no, you know, that's not my idea. And it's not my idea. We're not, uh, me and Smitty and the boys, we're not going to do it. And I said, but it's a natural, don't you think? Yeah, it, and it's a good time. They just, it's hard to get people to see things if it's not their idea. Yeah, it just, it was, that was a good example of one I thought, gosh, it would be a neat idea to uh, do something for them. A store that I've known since I was a toddler. And, um, but, you know, they, uh, the guys I talked to went, no, nah, we don't, uh, we don't do that. Uh, we don't want people thinking of growing something their own. I said, well, why not? Do you really think, I said, if anything, they have more appreciation for what you guys bring in when they grow and they realize that there is a certain level of work to growing that tomato. And in some people, if you don't have success, they'll go, hmm, that tomato I grew in the backyard cost me $2. Mm-hmm. Well, it may. And, yeah. uh, and and I realize there's kind of a learning curve. Of course, that's one of the reasons we have Standard Fruits' complete guide to Florida gardening, which you could buy from me. From what phone number? Well, they could definitely call you at 727-423-4794. And we also want to remind folks today that we are taking calls live on the air from 7 to 9 a.m. every Sunday. So if you want to give us a phone call at 813-289-1860 or toll-free 877-969-8600. Stay with us as the Plant Talk and Gardening and Real Estate continues. Biophilia, our innate attraction to other living things. It's why people love plants. And around Tampa Bay, plants, that's P-L-A-N-T-Z, is bringing nature inside in workspaces and homes by delivering beautiful foliage plants. Our plants increase oxygen and filter out pollutants, reducing stress and improving productivity. And get you in touch with your biophilic side. Go to P-L-A-N-T-Z dot U-S. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's
That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com. That's Auction Florida Real Estate. That's AFLRE.com. Yutzi Tree Service. That's Y-U-T-Z-Y is singularly focused on complete customer satisfaction and has been for almost 50 years. From initial contact to service completion, UtsiTreeService.com will prove that you have hired the best tree care service available. With the most knowledgeable staff and the most advanced equipment, you can be sure that UtsiTreeService.com is the most professional tree care company in the Tampa Bay area. Contact UtsiTreeService.com today for the highest quality tree care. So, I don't know if you saw this, but there was just this big study about anxiety among us. Really interesting in this study about what can keep us up at night. One of the top stressors out of all the things to worry about is paying for health care. A huge majority of us say we're worried about that. It's totally understandable, but there's an affordable alternative to health insurance. It's MediShare. It's a Christian healthcare sharing ministry, and it has worked beautifully for more than 25 years. And not only do people save lots of money, they get access to a huge network of doctors. They get to take advantage of 24-7 live access online where they can talk to a doctor and even get prescriptions. And of course, there is the savings. With MediShare, the typical family saves $500 a month. That can help you sleep easier too. There's a lot to love about it. No wonder it's grown so much. Here is the number to find out more. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-B-I-B-L-E. 844-57-BIBLE. Remax Metro is one of Tampa Bay, Florida's premier real estate firms. Proud to support the Ask Mr. Green Thumb Gardening and Real Estate Show. Tampa Bay is a great place to live, work, and play. So if you're thinking of moving here, or if you're already our neighbor, we want to help. Our Remax Metro headquarters is in downtown St. Petersburg, Florida, with additional offices in Pasadena, Treasure Island, and Terra Verde. Finding your way home is easy with Remax Metro at MetroAgents.com. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Got questions about perennial problems with flowers? What about issues with closing on your newest property? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And I am Stan DeFritis, and you are... And I'm James DeFritis. And we have a caller from uh, Tempa. We've got Joe, and you've got a question about palm trees. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Welcome, Joe. Good morning to you. My question is about queen palms. There seems to be different uh, thoughts about whether to trim, not to trim, or how to trim those kind of trees. Some people think you should just leave them till the... Uh, the fronds fall off. Other people think you should whack them off with a chainsaw, and other people think you should sculpt them with a knife. What's your feeling on that? Well, as long as the knife or chainsaw is clean, I don't really care. I will say a lot of folks go into what I call the hurricane cut, and that's where they'll leave like three fronds up on top. And that was done that way for a long time. The problem is you're putting the palm on a one bean a day diet, and it really needs more of those fronds up there. So it really has become a thing now to let more fronds stay. Now, when a frond gets to be yellow and brown, cut it down. It's not doing any good. But 
a lot of folks, you know, I think all mistakenly want to keep it, you know, to this very top V, a very tight V. And yeah, um, almost like 11 and one. Yeah. And that's almost, too, that's too close. So somewhere in between, and I don't really care if you use a knife, or you use a chainsaw or however you want to use it, it. It's difficult to do. And as a youngster, I've trimmed hundreds and hundreds of palm trees and queen palms. And God was that. You know, make sure you got goggles or glasses on because I always seem now, to that, get something is, in my eyes. Is that the one that has a big uh, 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 seed pod that looks like a torpedo that could half kill you? Sure, it yeah. does. It's, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the most common palm we have, um, kind of a Brazilian palm. It's uh, Aracostrum Romanzofianum was the original name, and now it's been changed. Um, it was named originally after a Russian czar because some Russians in a boat huh. saw it and said, ah, We'll name this after our uh, Russian czar, back when czars were popular in, um, in sure, Russia. Sure, and, and I'm sure our caller knows, but uh, if the, the the other people may be listening, be very careful when you're trimming anything and you're on a ladder, and, and you've, especially these, uh, I mean, uh, those things have like a harpoon look to them. <laughs> um, uh, I'm sure there have been many people that have been impaled by these things, and uh, please be careful. Hire a professional. Uh, always. Uh, I'm seeing Utsi Tree uh, Service <laughs> yeah, <laughs> in a, I, lot, I in a lot of people's uh, uh, future here. You can call him at 727-323-4303. Um, yeah, Carl and his, and his crew would be helpful, and I, and I think that's going to be helpful to you, too. So, uh, All right. Thank you. You thank, answered my question. Thank you, Joe. Thank you. Thanks so much Thanks for, for the being question. part of the show. We appreciate that. Um, and see, it's just that easy. We're not going to make you look bad. I know a lot of people are always afraid to call in on talk shows because, you know, often your opinion is going to be different than the, uh, the sure. host. And I, I think but, people need to realize we're very, we're, we're very approachable. And, uh, you know, it's basically two guys talking away, having a good time, uh, wanting to answer questions and, uh, and to hear about your story. So uh, what could be more fun? Uh, and if that interests you, you could certainly give us a call at 813-289-1860 or 877-969-8600. Might say queen palms usually are not fed well enough. They need ah. both manganese and magnesium, and magnesium is Epsom salts. Epsom salts, yep. And uh, so I would apply that to a palm. Plus, I would apply it also needs the nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. Sure. So that's the three elements that always in a fertilizer, and it's going to be N, P, and K. Always, let's say six, six, and six, or ten, ten, and ten, or four, six, eight. You know, you'll see a bunch of different numbers that can be used. But I like to make sure that it's got a good minor element package, just kind of like us. You know, we also need iron. Plants need iron. We need magnesium. Plants need magnesium. We need manganese. Plants need manganese. Sure. So the zinc. We, we, all, we need all these things, and yet often we don't get it in our food. And when you look at our little poor plants and you look at our 1% of organic matter in our soil, you go, hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why, the, you know, the first three elements in every fertilizer bag, the N, the P, and the K, is so important. I agree. And it's it's something that I thought I should always mention because you should know your, what you're putting around the plant and you should know your pH. Most people, when I used to do a lot of home shows back when home shows actually had people there that answered well, stuff. back when they actually had home shows at the Trop. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess now no. they don't have them in there anymore. <laughs> yeah. They'll be going trucking to Tampa. Yeah, which I've done some for over there as well. but uh, And I, if I do it, it's fine. And if I don't do it, that's fine, too. But I, a lot of thing, ruler grabbers. I, I did like helping people and bringing my pH tester. And I tested uh, thousands of, of soil samples. 
and often you can't always tell if it's going to be acid or alkaline. And uh, I remember one of my former talk show hosts I used to work with one time, I, he, he was going to play Stump the Star with me on stuff, which guys do. And uh, then I said, well, what, what does pH of, let's say, 6.8? And he went, uh, alkaline. And I said, and you'd be wrong. And you'd be wrong. Because uh, as much as he was knowledgeable, and he was on so many areas, um, so pH and so and fertilizers, yeah, I thought he was not as knowledgeable as I was. But in other areas, I thought he was more. Like all horticulturists, and I know there's got people out there who go, you're probably answering a question when it comes in. I know I do that. When I'd listen to somebody else doing a show, I'd listen to their answer, and i go, mm, okay. That's not exactly how I would have said it. <laughs> well, another area that you're extremely knowledgeable in is uh, is, is in real estate. And uh, so why, why might somebody consider um, having an auction for their real estate opposed to just listing real estate as a traditional, uh, you know, in the traditional manner. Why might someone do that? Probably time factor. You know, someone comes in and says, I need to move. I need to, I'm relocating to here and I have to have this place sold. And uh, often you put the agent in, in, a, in a problem. You go, you know, time doesn't matter, but I need it sold in the next two weeks and the next month. And the agent goes, next two weeks, month? Normally on average, it's probably going to take three months to four months for a house to sell and, sure and maybe longer and with covid we don't even know maybe longer now there isn't as much inventory out there as there used to be mm-hmm. so that may make your property sell quicker but for a while it was it was kind of a bomb had gone off and nobody wanted to come out and look at things now i've heard through the industry there are more and more people who are starting to want to go out and look if you know you want to move up to a, a bigger house or if you're renting um i know uh, our, our buddy brandon always talks about you know why do you want to waste your time renting? And he's right. He's absolutely right. You should be thinking of buying into a home. And uh, so, uh, you know, all yeah. those factors are true. Timing is important, and if you need to get it done, one thing I like about the auction, and I think you'd agree, is that you get fair market value. I mean, you can say, Zillow says this, or my neighbor, Aunt Hattie, said that. Well, or my aunt said that. Sure. So maybe they're right. Probably they're wrong. Or maybe somebody comes in and they're uh, an appraiser. A guy goes, hey, I'm a master certified appraiser. Well, great. Maybe you're 20% high. Maybe your numbers are right and you're glad those numbers come in when you go to the bank. Sure. But maybe you can't sell that property at that price. Yeah, and, and that's a good point to make is that, you know, again, if guaranteeing a home was, you know, if if, if you ha- always had to get an appraisal done and that guaranteed that you'd sell the home, well, then all real estate agents would be appraisers. And unfortunately, that isn't exactly uh, the way it is. And again, one of the things that's beautiful about an auction is that it does, it does provide fair market value. And again, fair market value uh, means a lot of different things to a lot of different folks. But what it really should mean is a price that a buyer is willing to offer at a price a seller is willing to accept. So, again, it's back to this idea. And I said this a week before. And the the idea somehow sticks in people's brains is people own real estate or the bank owns more of the real estate than they do. But they pretend that they own it. They get ready to sell that said real estate. And then they put up this imaginary price backed up by something like Zillow, their Zestimate, which is, you know, basically taking statistical data and then formalizing it in such a way um, that uh, may or may not be accurate. So, you know, you really do want to get fair market value. Auctions provide that as a platform. And again, if you have any real estate questions or gardening questions, you can give us a call at 813-289-1860 or 877-969-8600. 
And the gardening talk continues along with real estate talk right here on AM860, The Answer. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com. That's auction Florida real estate. That's AFLRE.com. News, insight, passion. FM 93.7, AM 860, W229BJWGUL, The Needed, The Answer. I'm Michael Harrington. Tragedy for law enforcement in California. Authorities say a Santa Cruz County Sheriff's deputy is dead and two other law enforcement officers wounded. A gunman shot all three officers on Saturday while they were making an arrest. Santa Cruz County Sheriff Jim Hart says the gunman shot and killed Sergeant Damon Gutswiller. Sheriff Hart also says a second deputy is wounded and a third officer from the California Highway Patrol took a bullet to the hand. Correspondent Andrew Stewart, the suspect, was shot during the arrest. He is in the hospital. President Trump slugging it out with the nation's social media companies. A confrontation between the president and social media companies has been escalating. Twitter recently added fact-check labels and warnings to some of his tweets. Mr. Trump accused the tech giant of trying to silence conservatives' voices. This past week, Snapchat said it would stop promoting Donald Trump's account for inciting racial violence. The Trump campaign responded by claiming Snapchat is trying to rig the 2020 election. Greg Clugston, Washington. A re-energized tropical storm, Cristobal, continuing its advance toward the Gulf Coast today, having spawned a tornado in Florida and brought heavy rains that have already caused flooding and mudslides in Mexico and Central America. The National Hurricane Center says Cristobal's maximum sustained winds stand at 50 miles per hour this morning, forecast landfall tonight. The storm had its presence felt yesterday in Orlando. Authorities in Australia say a 60-year-old surfer has been attacked and killed today by a 10-foot great white shark off the coast of northern New South Wales state. Several people tried to help the surfer and fought off the shark before taking the injured man to shore at Salt Beach. He was given first aid for serious injuries to his leg but died at the scene. Third fatal attack in Australia this year. More on these stories at townhall.com. Relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. I've come from the doctor's clinic this morning, 28 staples out of my knee, and I am not taking painkillers. Why? Because I don't need to. I'm taking Relief Factor. Yes, it's a triple dose, but it doesn't have any negative side effects, and I am doing just fine, thank you very much. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com, and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. That's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Go right now. ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. This is your opportunity to be the next success story. There are two presidential statues in Kentucky, but one may be coming down. 
Statues of Jefferson Davis and Abraham Lincoln tower over visitors at Kentucky's capital. But the state's governor doesn't think the Confederate president belongs in the same place as the U.S. president who helped end slavery. Democratic Governor Andy Bashir says that he sees the Davis statue as a divisive symbol that should be removed from the Capitol Rotunda. The 15-foot marble statue of Davis sits in a corner of the state's ornate Capitol Rotunda near a bronze likeness of Lincoln. John Scott reporting. China's exports and imports both fell in May as the coronavirus and trade tensions with the U.S. weighed on demand at home and abroad. Exports fell 3.3% compared to a year earlier to just over $206 billion, and imports dropped by 16.7%. News and analysis at townhall.com. Amid the coronavirus, college students are looking to stay close to home. Some universities are seeing surging interest to stay local. Colleges and admissions counselors credit the uptick to a range of factors tied to the pandemic. Students want to be closer to home in case an outbreak again forces classes online, some because of lower rates for state residents. And amid uncertainty around the fall term, some are paying deposits at multiple schools just to keep their options open. Meanwhile, scores of universities are bracing for sharp downturns in international enrollments amid visa issues and travel concerns. Rhonda Rockster reporting. Today is Sunday, June the 7th, and let's take a look back at this date in entertainment history. June 7, 1954, Bill Haley and his comments record Shake, Rattle, and Roll, Big Joe Turner's version, just about hit number one on the R&B charts. And on this date in 1972, the musical Grease opened on Broadway. More on these stories at townhall.com. Remax Metro is one of Tampa Bay, Florida's premier real estate firms. Proud to support the Ask Mr. Green Thumb Gardening and Real Estate Show. Tampa Bay is a great place to live, work, and play. So if you're thinking of moving here, or if you're already our neighbor, we want to help. Our Remax Metro headquarters is in downtown St. Petersburg, Florida, with additional offices in Pasadena, Treasure Island, and Terra Verde. Finding your way home is easy with Remax Metro at MetroAgents.com. For everything from questions about cucumbers to homes on cul-de-sacs, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show with Stan DeFritis, the dad, and James DeFritis, the son. For the next hour, call in with your questions in gardening, growing your favorite veggies, and growing your profits in real estate. Locally, call 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And we might add, we've had thousands and thousands of folks who have gone to YouTube in the last, what, 28 days? Oh, man. it's Yeah, the numbers have exploded on going to uh, your YouTube channel, which, again, a real easy way to get to your YouTube channel is just type in Ask Mr. Green Thumb, and that's MR for Mr. Green Thumb. And uh, then they can uh, subscribe when they, they, you know, when they click on the channel. So, uh, you, you know, you've had uh, almost 100 subscribers in the last 28 days. And anybody who's ever started a channel, uh, having 100 people sign up in 28 days is quite a lot. I mean, um, you know, you're, you're not going to uh, uh, compete with the uh, likes of Joe Rogan, um, who's the... Uh, Probably, well, he was the uh, YouTube king. I only um, want to be half as successful. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I think he's still, I think he is still putting his, his stuff up there, but I think he, I think he just signed a big deal with uh, one of the, uh, not Hulu, but uh, one of the other competing companies out there. 
for a hundred million bucks. Half of that would be fine. Um, but I'd like to say also we appreciate it when you tell all your neighbors, your friends, garden club people, hey, we used to listen to, uh, in fact, some of the guy when I talked with Conrad the other day, he said, I used to listen to your old show and uh, your old partner uh, on the other station. And I said, well, we appreciate that. I said, and actually, I did the show for years and years. Um, I was somewhat pushy. I, I wanted to say nice things, which I did about Mark, who was on the other program when he passed on. And, uh, you know, when you work with somebody like you do, like we're doing here, every week and you do it for a few years, you get to know a lot about the person. Sure. And we were friends. I mean, I was disappointed when they decided to go with one guy as opposed to two. But that's typical of radio, the way radio has changed over Yeah, that's years. life. And at the end of the day, you know, everything works out for the best. And now we're doing this uh, great show on AM860, and uh, we're having a great time doing it. Exactly. So that show isn't there anymore, and we are. So mm-hmm. we're kind of filling a uh, niche, if you will. A, a niche. niche. A niche. A niche, if you want to say it that way. A niche, we are there to help. And, of course, it's a big niche because we're not only doing gardening, which is I'm a certified arborist. I'm a horticulturist, um, worked as an extension agent for eight years, answered probably 100,000 questions, and um, wrote a gardening book for Florida, which is number 10 in gardening book history, I'm proud to say. Mm -hmm. And 500,000 copies later. Probably. uh, We've done a bunch, and I've worked in probably 500 eminent domain cases. Uh, when it comes to uh, knowing trees and values, I think that I'm better at that. You've helped me with some. We counted one one job we worked on. I think it was, what, 20,000 plants? Oh, it was a massive uh, nursery. Yeah, it was uh, It was just huge. Um, and we wound up putting dots and, and counting rows and, uh, and everything through the property. And I remember taking this very uh, long, you know, kind of a long view kind of picture and all of the dots and everything, it went on to the horizon and just <laughs> blurred. Um, and it was so, yeah, so that was it was a pretty big uh, and that was a weird one, too, because typically in an eminent domain case, you know, you count everything up, you, you, you tabulate it. You, you, and that's what, you know, you, then the, whatever percentage of loss it is, it is. But it, when it's an active nursery like that one was, we were constantly having to go back and go, OK, well, how much property, how much, you know, uh, uh Real property did you sell? Um, again, bringing on the real estate uh, idea here. Well, I always think of real property and, and versus uh, personal property is what I meant to say. Sure. And uh, so, you, you know, it's it's one of those things where um, an active nursery where you're constantly having an influx and outgo of uh, plants, you know, you're having to change those tallies as they sell them. Much more difficult than, a, than somebody coming in and taking, you know, uh, the government coming in and taking part of your front of your area of your home. Well, you know that you had six plants in the front or six trees in the front. You, you knew you had that. You're not calling up uh, somebody going, hey, uh, I sold that one in the front. Um, uh, you know, so that's you know, definitely a different type of scenario there. And that was for sure. Well, he was one of those great guys, too, who said, now I moved them from here over to there, and then I sold those there. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, oh, great. I yeah, said, Mr. Carroll. Hey, did you keep any records? Well, not exactly. And I'd have to call up David and go, hey, I think it's time for us to start recounting because I'm not sure what he sold and didn't sell, and he's not sure either. So sure. that, that caused us a little bit of uh, 
nightmare as far as counting. But uh, sure. especially for a guy like you, that's not always that good with numbers and math. No. Well, as long <laughs> as I'm as long as I'm good enough to know uh, when I see a better deal yeah. at a different company. Yeah, that's true. But anyways, yeah. So and again, you know, going back to the real estate topic, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, you know, one of the things that that makes uh, uh, selling real estate via auction unique, um, and in it's just not something you can do with a traditional real estate uh, model is that uh, we set a date and a time. And uh, for most real estate, we try to get it sold in 30 to 45 days. So typically when people sign up with a regular real estate contract, you know, they get that 180 days. Now, I know I see it on Facebook just like you do. And, I, and I've seen some of it. Nothing against uh, some of our real estate colleagues, but one of the things that they'll do is they'll say, "Oh, hey, I saw you know put it uh, on MLS, got it sold, and uh, got it sold in three hours." And I am always thinking to myself, "Huh, three hours, huh? Well, that's great. Glad that you had such success. Don't let your seller know that you undersold it." Yeah, it's probably too cheap if you get it sold that quickly, uh, and it's okay to be the star agent on occasion, but probably if they if somebody bought it that quickly. Uh, then you probably had it priced a little too low. Yeah, and, and and again, you know, the thing that I would say too with with real estate transactions is that, um, you, you know, if you sold it in three hours, you probably left thousands of dollars on the table. And and I don't know about you guys, but here's the thing for me: try and save twenty thousand dollars in a real estate transaction. That could be, uh, you know, done in a matter of seconds with uh, the right negotiating skills. So, you know, and if that's, again, seconds versus years saving, um, you know, really think about that pricing. Because if you price it too low and it sells in three hours, you didn't do your homework very well and you left a lot of money on the table that your seller doesn't get to keep. And uh, it's tough to put that kind of money away. Of course, inversely, there's people who go, oh, my property's worth a million. And you go, well, maybe it'll be worth a million in a few years. Maybe it's worth 800000 now. If mm-hmm. you want to sell it right now, well, I want to sell it right now, but I still want that million dollars. Oh, yeah. sure. Yeah. And, and we get that probably more often than not. We'll get into and it. And it's a tough scenario for the agents. The agents want to take on these higher end listings. Sure. That's their goal. I mean, every agent, you know, it's, it's amazing. Uh, you know, you, you, if a company puts out a, hey, I want to get into luxury listings, you'll have every agent in the company sign up to for that for that particular talk they'll want to be part of that talk bigger than heck but the but the reality of it is is they're not easy to sell for a reason and it takes a lot of cash outlay in order to get those kinds of properties sold and it's still a maybe um you know in most real estate transactions every i mean everything's a maybe but you know if you want a sure thing then you what you want is a salary job somewhere else um, you know, I was giving a talk one time at a uh, to some new real estate people that had come into the market, and she goes, "Well, I'd like to have some. Uh, you know, I want to be certain." And I'm like, "Well, you know, then you know, real estate may not be the right career for you because there's nothing certain. Uh, the one thing I can guarantee you is that there it's it's not certain." Death and taxes. Death and taxes, absolutely. We know those are certain. Well, we know for certain if you have a question pertaining to real estate or gardening and uh, trees, I am an arborist. I am, uh, I'm an arborist that doesn't carry a chainsaw. I let uh, Utsi and the guys do that. I'm not going up uh, to cut off stuff uh, that's not. Uh, do I know how to do it? Yes, I could do it if you put me in a bucket truck or something. Sure. I have gone up in bucket trucks to look at stuff, uh, inject trees on occasion still. 
Uh, I like to try to help save palms when I can with oxytetracycline. Um, also, I uh, just got some new stuff in the other day, too. I needed some new valves, and I needed some more oxytetracycline, which is right. an antibiotic used to use on people. Right. So there again, I mean, that's a very safe product. Um, you know, and again, you know, you know, I'm sure somebody would hear that term and go, oh, my gosh, it's a chemical. Well, yeah, it is, but it's one that, we, you know, we used to use for people. And uh, I think I think one of the reasons they stopped using it, though, is in people that would cause some your teeth to, to discolor. Color. Yep. Yeah, discolor a little bit. So they, they, you know, was turned away for that. But I'd also like to mention, too, you know, we had Carl Utsi on uh, the program a couple weeks back. And when I started asking him some of these questions that, you know, that would maybe be, you know, kind of politically charged, he gave some great answers. Mm -hmm. You know, he he doesn't go in there and, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's it's he's very surgical in his approach on how he goes in to remove the trees. And one of the things he kept saying over and over again is, well, look, if we have to remove the tree, it's going to be for safety. He kept saying the word safety. Mm-hmm. And and I think that's such an important point to point out is that um, he's not interested in just going in and, and tr- trimming every tree down. He's interested in what's best for you, your neighbors, uh, your property and everything else and for the environment. I agree 100%. One of the things I was also going to mention is uh, we've got um, Steve's going to come in from Plants, P-L-A-N-T-Z, uh, another, I think, a week from now. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you have that office, you need some plants in there. Uh, I notice around here they could probably use a few more plants. I see one fake plant in the other room. Um, we, you need more uh, real plants because it just adds to the ambiance of your office. I kind of like the fake plant, actually. Well, it is. It's, uh, it think, needs a little dusting. I think so. I need to check it out. If it, it, I'm not sure. I called it fake. It might be real, but I'll, I'll tell you when I look at it closer. Well, the fluorescent lights are really doing a lot for it, I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to tell you that, uh, you know, if you've got a a restaurant, you've got an an office, what separates you from everybody else? Maybe having that warm environment, and that's where plant rental business, or maybe buying a plant from Steve at Plants. At Plants.us. Which would be a great thing. And, of course, they ship plants all over the country. Plants by mail. Yeah, I can't wait to have him in because he is a wealth of knowledge. He is. It's going to be a great show next weekend, Mark that down on your calendar as well but the plant talk and gardening and real estate talk continues right here on the answer am 860 hi darcy the cow here for black cow the mature manure every time you buy a bag of black cow you're helping the environment Our process helps to repurpose manure so it is environmentally friendly and beneficial for your garden and lawn. Black Cow contains up to 10 times more nutrients and microbes than garden soils. Oh yeah, and it helps to retain moisture too. Your lawn, flower beds, and vegetable gardens will be off to a great start with Black Cow. Everything grows better with sun, water, and black cow. Oh, yeah, for details, check out our website, eh, at blackcowkow.com. Black cow, the mature manure, black cow. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Before, at 745, 745, 745, 745. 
Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com. That's auction Florida real estate. That's AFLRE.com. We're Diamond and Silk, and we have a new book coming out called Uprising. The Awakening of Diamond and Silk. It's about how we overcame poverty and hardship by not letting anyone else define who we are, what we can do, or who we are supposed to vote for. And guess what? You can do it, too. That's right. And we want you to hear our personal story for the first time. Uprising by Diamond and Silk, coming August 18th. Pre-order at Amazon or wherever books are sold. Designed per CDC recommendations for non-medical grade face masks. More info at usamasks2020.com forward slash CDC. It's starting. America's reopening. But the threat of the virus is not over. Now, as America reopens, it's more important than ever to protect yourself, your family, your community. USA Masks Direct has quality face masks, great designs and cool patriotic styles, special fabric technology that allows for comfort and performance, and fast USA Direct shipping. Go to usamasks2020.com. Do the right thing. Get a mask and help all Americans get back to work. That's usamasks2020.com. And as an added benefit, right now, all masks are on sale. Plus, use coupon code SAFE at checkout for an additional 10% off. Go to usamasks2020.com and enter code SAFE at checkout for 10% off your order. Do your part to help stop the spread of the virus. Go to usamasks2020.com and use the coupon code SAFE at checkout for 10% off your order. Take AM860 The Answer with you wherever you go with our mobile app, TheAnswerTampa.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at Radio.com. The fighting spirit of the Marine Corps is born of battles won. Battles won within, over enemies of fear, enemies of doubt. It's who we are. It's what we do. It's a promise made to you for more than two centuries. A promise of the Marines. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Connect online at AskMrGreenThumb.com. Got questions on gardening, real estate, or both? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. Yeah, that'd be a first. We need someone to call in sometime and ask us a gardening slash real estate question. That would be could, it. Could happen. That I'm, I'm waiting for the first could, for that to occur. It could happen because uh, again, so much of, of uh, real estate um, when you're getting ready to sell it, especially from an agent point of view, um, most of the time, you know, you, you the very first thing that you see when you walk up with your clients, especially for buyers agents is they're going to take a look at it and go, well, that doesn't look quite the way I'd like it. And it's never going to be quite the way they want it. I mean, let's let's be clear. Um, it doesn't matter if you just put in that brand new kitchen. Uh, people are going to go in and go, oh, man, they went with brown. Oh, I would never use brown. <laughs> Brown's awful. White. It should be white. And then, you know, and then they'll change it to white, and then they'll get ready to sell it. And then they'll go, man, see the kitchen? It's beautiful. It's what." They, then the new people come in, they're going to go, 
Oh, man, I sure wish it was brown. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. Well, it reminds me of a guy we sold the property to. He had a pretty nice carpet in his place. I thought the carpet's not bad. It's pretty nice, pretty new. And he goes, hardwood floors, that's what's going in here. Oh, yeah. And yeah, was, that, yeah, That's uh, that was a recent one. And actually, uh, not too far from 2nd and 2nd near uh, Remax Metro, uh, where we sold that one. That was a, uh, not a huge sale. That was like a, I don't know, $500,000 $500, condo. Mm-hmm. Um, for a condo, it was kind of a, a big a big sale. Um, but, uh, you know, again, you know, that downtown St. Pete area in the museum district, uh, the, the amount of growth that has exploded um and you having lived there uh you know grew up there in saint pete mm-hmm. uh i think you could speak to this more than anybody the amount of growth and change oh it's changed totally i mean i remember being a child and you had green benches downtown you got some churches you had williams park which are still there but i mean that whole area's become like a fashion hub with restaurants boutique restaurants I mean, the whole area has totally oh yeah, it's become changed. It's become like the fashionista uh, uh, district. I mean, everything in there, uh, you know. It, it, I I don't want to use the word trendy uh, because I think some people would think that I'm using that in a in a negative uh, or a pejorative type of way, but I'm not. What I, I tend to th- when I say that, I think of upscale. Uh, uh, you know, younger uh, people coming in, well-to-do young professionals have really come into that area uh, in a way. Uh, and I think that that's uh, actually, I think it's been tremendously positive in terms of seeing that area be renovated and uh, new buildings going up. And I think somewhat to the chagrin of people, uh, you know, the, I, I think they're somewhat uh, upset when there are buildings going in that are going to be skyscrapers, or at least in their mind, what, what a skyscraper is. Um, go to New York and get back to me. Um, <laughs> that, those are skyscrapers. What we have here are just tall buildings. Sure. Um, so, you know, again, uh, but I think that area down there has been totally revitalized. And, and, uh, and for the most part, I think it's been very positive. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, and, and for us to be working at uh, the Remax Metro down there at 2nd Second, Second, which is right there, uh, the same parking that you would take uh, to go to the to the Sundial. So uh, what a bonus. They could come talk to us about real estate auctions at the Remax Metro office, and then they could go see the Sundial when they're done. I mean, or at least it's pro- progress. I don't know if it's finished. I, um, uh, I have no idea. Somebody could probably call in and go, hey, hey, dum-dum, it's been finished for a while. Or no, they still have cranes up. I don't, you know, I've got a chance to go down there and look at it because uh, I've been uh, busy with you uh, selling uh, real estate via auctions. Well, the nice thing is, too, we're going to get to see all the neat little boutique restaurants and learn more about old St. Petersburg. I say I learn I was born at Mound Park, which became Bayfront uh, Medical Center uh, many moons ago. And uh, many, many moons ago, my granddad, Doc Miller, was the first chief of staff at Mound Park. And my grandma was the first music teacher at St. Pete High. So talk about uh, old-time connections. Wow. And uh, then there's still probably some folks that might remember. Uh, and since we're related, Auntie it's Miller. it's kind of like my connections. Well, it's your connections as well. <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, one past. Uh, I was going to say, uh, I was watching the, um, the, the uh, TV show on Grant, which was great, I thought, too. I, I like history. I like science. But I thought they did a very good job on um, Leonardo DiCaprio helped to produce it. Oh, wow. Did a, did a good job on Grant, and uh, it's worth watching, in my opinion. And I think all of us need to know 
Um, and I learned more about his history and the things he did. Now, you, you know, you hear about him being a drinker and you hear about him this doing that and maybe not being a great president. But he did a lot of good things. I yeah. Mean, now, I had a history professor way back when mm-hmm. uh, would absolutely refute the idea that he was ever a drinker. Um, but, again, I don't know what he read or what sources he was using to discuss that. Now, I do see in a lot of the photos that he took, even though they're black and white and they're old, uh, it, there looks to be a little bit of a highlight around the nose region uh, uh, of what I would say what I'd call the Santa Claus effect mm. um, in terms of uh, what you see at a mall. Um, uh, uh, I'm not going to say that Santa Claus is at every mall drink, but I think some of them do. Okay. Um, uh, 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 I think most of them are great people that do oh, that. Sure. So. But but I will say a certain select few do. Um, and, uh, you know, it, but I think that was the comparison that a lot of people have made. A lot of historians have made that that comment that uh, uh, that Grant was a drinker. And, you know, and but the my history professor would have made the statement saying, no, he you know, we didn't really know, understand allergies at that time but he was pretty sure he was just allergic he probably was allergic to alcohol which is what i would have said to that but <laughs> well it was it was interesting and i thought they brought out some good points that i really uh, thought uh, helped to give i mean I, and i thought i knew history and i think i do know some history but there again history is constantly changing as you said and the sources you get and what you know and what you think you know may change when it comes to Sure, and what, probably probably one of the most valuable things that I've ever that I ever had a history professor tell me is remember, history is written by the winners. Yeah, and from their their point of view. Yeah, and that doesn't necessarily mean that that's true. It just means that that's that's how it's how it's done. I guarantee you, if we had Native Americans discuss uh, U.S. history, they might have a slightly different perspective on how things went. Um, but most In uh, fact, they do have a different perspective. I, I'd imagine they did, and and I, and I think somewhere between our version and their version probably lies the truth, because there's always three sides to every story. And that's true. Well, and I, I think that uh, we're here, of course, to help you with. Uh, well, we can talk about history too, but we uh, this, we can talk about everything here. We can talk about anything, but we primarily are experts in gardening and real estate. So, if you have any questions you would like to call in on, it's eight one three two eight nine one eight sixty, or if you want to call toll free, it's eight seven seven nine six nine eighty six hundred. So we're here, and that means we want to hear from you. So give us a call. We've got a couple lines open. As I mentioned, uh, you've got that 877, and what was the kind of car Not, motor you had? I had 289. 289, and 86 is what? 1860. 1860 will put you on the air with us. So you continue to stay with us as what? As the plant and real estate talk continue. You stay with us and uh, give us a call. We want you to be a part of our show. Metro is one of Tampa Bay, Florida's premier real estate firms. Proud to support the Ask Mr. Green Thumb Gardening and Real Estate Show. Tampa Bay is a great place to live, work, and play. So if you're thinking of moving here, or if you're already our neighbor, we want to help. Our REMAX Metro headquarters is in downtown St. Petersburg, Florida, with additional offices in Pasadena, Treasure Island, and Terra Verde. Finding your way home is easy with REMAX Metro at MetroAgents.com. With SRN News, I'm Michael Harrington in Washington. New York City is lifting its curfew spurred by a protest against police brutality ahead of schedule. Mayor Bill de Blasio making that announcement this morning 
The 8 p.m. citywide curfew, New York's first in decades, had been set to remain in effect through at least Sunday, with the city planning to lift it at the same time it enters the first phase of reopening after more than two months of shutdowns because of the coronavirus. Authorities say a Northern California sheriff's deputy was killed yesterday. Two other law enforcement officers were wounded when they were ambushed. The man who shot them was also shot in being arrested. He is in the hospital. Tropical Storm Cristobal continuing its slow advance toward the Gulf Coast, having spawned a tornado in Florida yesterday in the Orlando area. The National Hurricane Center says maximum sustained winds are 50 miles per hour. Landfall could be tonight. This is SRN News. If you're like a lot of Floridians, you've not been spending a lot of time in your car. When you're called back to work or taking that nice family drive to get away from it all, take a good look at your windshield. If you notice any cracks or chips, I want you to call Auto Glass America. I use them on my windshield replacement, was so happy with the work. Remember, just because you drive an expensive import, you don't have to go to the dealer. And with Auto Glass America, you get a free windshield and cash back with comprehensive insurance that is the kind of deal we all need in this economy. Remember, 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS for Auto Glass America. Tell them Mike Gallagher sent you. Balance of nature, changing the world one life at a time. People will call and they'll say, you need to get new actors. The ones you have are really bad. <laughs> Those are truly, actually the calls that people make into their health coaches to get help. I don't sit and tell you it's going to cure the coronavirus. What it does do is that chemistry goes in and it helps your body do what it needs. The reason there's so many different types of successes is because we aren't targeting anyone. All we do is help the body help itself and whatever it finds and it can do and go in and work and fix, that's what it's going to go in and help do. Experience the Balance of Nature difference for yourself. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call one 800 2468751 or go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code results. Take AM860 the answer with you wherever you go with our mobile app, theanswertampa.com, Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and at radio.com. Dr. Sebastian Gorka sees us drifting from our principles. Has America become a land of no consequences? I see A.G. Barr states, don't expect criminal investigations of Barack Obama as a result of our investigations of the Russian collusion hoax. America First, weeknights at 9 on AM 860, The Answer. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com. That's auction Florida real estate. That's AFLRE.com. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Got questions about perennial problems with flowers? What about issues with closing on your newest property? Call now, 813-289-1860. Toll free, 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFritis. And we'll take your calls on uh, trees, shrubs, and the like. We've had a call earlier about palm trees, you know, how to cut them, that type of thing. 
Um, I had a question the other day about somebody had a big tree they want to take down. And they said, uh, you, do you do that? I said, no, I don't do that. Call Carl Utsi, Utsi Tree Service. They do that. And uh, I said, now if you want me to inject a tree, I sometimes try to save trees. Sure. Um, I saw a tree the other day. It had lightning and hit the tree. Then there's some fungus in the tree. There's some borers in the tree. There's a number of things going on. Well, I think that we can keep this tree growing because it's a big live oak. Oh. Okay. I think it'll live another 10 or 20 years. Mm. And if it does, it could outlive, um, you know, the homeowner and myself. And Who maybe knows? Maybe me too. Yeah, no one knows. Yeah, we're here for a very short time. And that's the reason I think, you know, smell every chance you get the, the beautiful rose, look at the beautiful flowers. We're not here as long as some people think. Well, I'll be here forever. Yeah, right. No, we're not. And, and it's a, that's a good reminder, too. I mean, that's one of the reasons why if you have the option to say something kind to your neighbor, even if they have a different opinion, you know, I, I live in a, in a situation where I, I have a neighbor across the way. She has a, a Bernie flag up. And then I've got a neighbor to my right who has a Trump flag up and they hate each other. And the thing that I find troubling about both of them is I like both of them. They're both extremely nice ladies, and they have a lot in common. And I always tell them, and I'm like, you know, you really ought to put politics aside and go talk to her because, you, you know, she, you know they, you really there's a lot you have in common. You, you'd probably get along great. Yeah, I hate to see people hate each other over, and it's, it's almost like our society has become more and more uh, fractured in camps on this and on that. And I right. thought, yeah. and, and, we're, and we're all we're all great people, and we all have very interesting, different viewpoints. Um, took me a long time to understand that too about my own wife, in, in that she has very different political views than than myself. But it, you know, but the reality of it is, is that it's the spice of life. Uh, if we always agreed on everything, how boring that would be. And the other thing I would say is that we try to broaden each other's viewpoints. We don't try to convince the other one that they're wrong, because that's not going to lead anywhere positive. But having a difference of a viewpoint is, is a good thing. We just can't let that define us. We have to remember that we're all human beings and that we're all good at some level. Okay, and that's the thing I, I would encourage people to remember even today is that uh, there is still a lot of beauty in this world. And we and we can either choose to to look at it or we can just focus on the negative. And I think that's a, 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 a darker, sadder way to go through this very short time that you just were talking about on this planet. I agree 100 percent. Speaking of uh, questions, we've got Mike in Riverview and he's got a question on oak trees. Welcome, uh, Mike. How are you? Great. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, I have a 20-year-old oak tree in the front yard. The hay was planted around it, and we had the house built. Now, fast forward, around the tree, there is very little grass left. So my question is, should I reseed or replant? I want to keep it hay if possible. What's your take? Yeah, it's tough to grow. Bahia doesn't like that much shade. It likes full sun. It's uh, originally a pasture grass. So I'm not sure you're going to – how about putting a nice bed out there and either going with a ground cover. I was thinking of uh, English ivy, Algerian ivy, maybe some jasmine, jasmine maybe dwarf jasmine. Mm -hmm. um, you what know, about that uh, – what do they call it? Mother-in-law's tongue? You could. That gets maybe two feet or so tall eventually. Okay. Um, you could. It's a toughie, mm -hmm. you know, but I was thinking of, of uh, something – I would probably go with something other than Bahia mm -hmm. because I think your Bahia will start to grow and then it's going to fade out. 
and you're going to grow okay. it again, and it's so going to fade of, out. So he'll be kind of uh, fighting a losing battle is what you're yeah. kind of getting at. I think that's what you'll do, Mike. And I, and I hate to see, like Don Quixote, after a while, you're going to be tired of being on that little donkey and your long, you know, and if I spear. Could, and if I could <laughs> add to, to what you're saying there, right. a lot of times what people will do um, is they'll they'll create like a, a two-foot bed, and they'll, and they'll go around the entire oak tree, and then they'll fill it up, and they'll change the grade on an oak tree. And, the, and it'll look really pretty. Uh, and it does. It looks really nice. But why might you not want to do that? Well, you're going to hold moisture against the trunk where it's not, you know, not there, where it's normally not there. And that'll start to get sometimes fungus into the into the base of the tree. So uh, James is exactly right. I hate to change the grade around a tree very much. If you do, try to keep the soil away from, at least from the... Um, base of the tree the trunk of the tree because that trunk part is used to being what it's being you know the the part that goes into the ground is used to being there but if you start changing that grade by a foot or two often that will eventually kill the tree and um so i wouldn't do that sure and that's a good point to bring out because a lot of people like to put big stones and big pillars and wooden things and um, they can they can cause trouble long term sure and and so the old adage what you don't know can hurt you well often does hurt you and will hurt you right and that's true in almost everything we do but mike does that answer your question uh somewhat i was hoping that i could plant some type of grass there so well maybe st augustine area (laughs) st augustine will take will take the shade well it just looks different than your bahia but you know most of the lawns i look at today um often you'll see mixes of Mm -hmm. st augustine here bahia out there St. Augustine likes the shade. It likes more moisture where Bahia, you know, likes the sun. And, of course, it's kind of like I call it resurrection grass. Bahia will look like it's totally dead and get a little bit of rain and boom, it comes back to life. Sure. Right. And I think of St. Augustine as being like the Paris Hilton of grasses. It's high maintenance. It it needs. It's more fungus prone. It's more chinch bug prone. Yeah, there's a lot more prone to the uh we'll give you the latin name stenotaphrum secundatum is the latin name for saint augustine and bahia is past palum notatum and that and a dollar will buy you a cup of coffee he's great trivia though he's great trivia night i like to throw it out there people sometimes say do you really know anything about gardening and i go well i hope i do but um so you know if you want to go with that the other grass that might take the shade a little bit better would be Zoysia. Now, it looks more like Bermuda. It looks, it's more of a finer looking grass. I was just going to ask, would Bermuda be okay under that or no? No, Bermuda likes more sun. It likes more sun. You know, Bermuda looks great on the golf green. Okay. And it and it, and it looks better with a real mower. Gotcha. And the same thing is sort of true with Zoysia. Zoysia probably looks better with a real mower cut. Um, you know, the old-fashioned kind of cutter, uh, which reminds me, I have one in my in my garage area. I did it for two years. I said, I will cut this grass with my old push mower, you know, without a motor on it. And I did it for two years. Gosh, was that a lot of work. It took me like, you know, five times longer than what it should take. Hey, you can skip the gym when you do that. Well, in, that day, in those days I did, I was like, oh, my gosh. I mean, I would be sweating like I had, you know, worked out really hard at the gym. Sure. But anyway, Mike, I would say ground covers or St. Augustine, possibly zoysia. Uh, Bahia really doesn't like it in the shade. 
Sure. Gotcha. And, and you might even pull a uh, pH sample, too, and find out what you got going on under uh, in your soil before you get ready to plant anything, just to see what, what where you're at. And if he wants to, he can send us a picture. What- yeah. So you can definitely send us a picture, too, of what you, I mean, I, we would love to see a before and after um, of, you know, because then we can feature that on an upcoming uh, Ask Mr. Green Thumb Gardening and Real Estate Show. And how's he send that? Sure. And you can send that to us. You can go to the, our Facebook page, which is just Ask Mr. Green Thumb, and that's the, the Facebook page. Or you can go to AskMrGreenThumb.com, and you could submit the picture via a question. So you could just send it in to us that way. And uh, we would love to do that and feature that because you're not alone. There's a lot of people that have these types of problems, and and, uh, we'd love to help many people since you had the courage to call us. Yeah, Mike, we appreciate that. Let's go on to Ricky in St. Pete. Thank you. Thank you. Ricky, good morning. And you've got a question about an areca palm. Yes, I do. I have a a large Eureka palm, and I've been in this house probably about 15 years, and I'm sure it was well established before. So my estimate, you know, estimate is about 25 years or so, and it probably has 80 or so of those canes coming up. Mm-hmm. And of course, and of course, some of them are, are very mature. The tops about like 25 or so, 25 feet. And I've seen people where what I call like lifting them up, where they take all the undergrowth out. And then so they're nice and tall, and you can kind of, like, see through the lower canes. Mm-hmm. But what I'm thinking is, since this is so mature and those canes are so tall, can we kind of do the reverse and go in there and try to get most of the um, larger canes out and then kind of reduce the um, overall height? You can. And, in fact, the lovely Mrs. Uh, Green Thumb <laughs> yesterday kind of did that. We have an Eureka where it's kind of growing up over the deck. I can attest to that because I I hit my head on (laughs) one of the fronds the other day going, Dad, you got to do something about this. My my son and I built a deck that kind of circumnavigates the house one story up. And uh, so I'm one of the crazy fools that, you know, you might see me riding a bike all the way around the outside of of my home. Only during hurricanes. Yes, only during hurricanes (laughs) uh, in my tribute. But um, so we had this areca that was kind of growing into the, the deck area. And so, which is so shocking since you keep everything so pristine and manicured at your well, house. I, 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 I will tell you, I love everything <laughs> pristine and manicured. I can't tell you, um, you know, my wife likes everything very pristine and manicured. I'm more like Jimmy Buffett, and that is uh, nature takes care of itself half the time, uh, which is a good rule for sometimes being lazy. But um, you know. Uh, God bless her. She went out there and trimmed off all the old fronds that she were did. coming up she that were too tall. Nice. And it looks much cleaner now. You know, it uh, it looks nicer. And I told her what a great job she did. And, um, you know, I said, hey, I can probably mention your name and get, get you a lot of work. And she said, yeah, you better not if you wish to, you know, eat again. That's right. So She um, probably told you to call Yutzi. <laughs> yeah, call Yutzi. Call Carl Yutzi. Let him come on and clean up this palm. But anyway, I yes, you can. You can trim that up, and you can take out – you can kind of reverse it where everybody wants it to be, you know, a little lower or it'll take out some of the fronds that are growing up too high and out of the position. And there's usually some brown and some other things that they kind of naturally shed, and it kind of looks better when you clean some of that stuff out of the areca palms as well. Sure, and there's one other question pertaining to the Eureka. Like some of them, you know, so the taller canes or maybe even the medium-sized canes, they put out like a second cane on the main cane. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about like two feet maybe or so above the above the ground. 
that so I just call it the side cane. Can you cut the side canes off or the other way around? You know, cut the main cane and just let the side cane go. You can let it or go either. That... Uh, the top canes or side canes, you can thin some of those out. I mean, the nice thing about the Eureka is it's always sending up, of course, it's sometimes called the cane palm, and it'll send up another canes. You know, in most cases, you've got to be worried about cutting out the top of a palm because that's where the, you know, if you, bud. You, the bud is. And if you lose the bud, right. you know, the queen palm or whatever, you, you the palm, you know, we have to say, you know, biocondias to it. But with the Eurekas, they keep sending up more canes so you can kind of push it just a tad sure and if anybody wants to give us a call they can do so at 813-289-1860 or 877-969-8600 and stay with us as the plant real estate talk continues right here on am 860 the answer biophilia our innate attraction to other living things it's why people love plants and around tampa bay plants that's P-L-A-N-T-Z, is bringing nature inside in workspaces and homes by delivering beautiful foliage plants. Our plants increase oxygen and filter out pollutants, reducing stress and improving productivity and get you in touch with your biophilic side. Go to P-L-A-N-T-Z dot U-S. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com. That's auction Florida real estate. That's AFLRE.com. Utzi Tree Service. That's Y-U-T-Z-Y is singularly focused on complete customer satisfaction and has been for almost 50 years. From initial contact to service completion, UtsiTreeService.com will prove that you have hired the best tree care service available. With the most knowledgeable staff and the most advanced equipment, you can be sure that UtsiTreeService.com is the most professional tree care company in the Tampa Bay area. Contact UtsiTreeService.com today for the highest quality tree care. We have reached the age where things just cost more. Cars, mm-hmm, phones, mm-hmm. life insurance. Your blood pressure is up. <laughs> Your weight is up. <laughs> You're one to talk. I have type 2 diabetes, so I'm getting dinged just like you. Thank goodness for Big Lou. Big Lou! Big Lou can get term life insurance rates for a 50-year-old male with type 2 diabetes or high blood pressure or maybe he's on anxiety meds Mm -hmm. for just around $200 a month for a million dollars of coverage. Oh, you gotta say that again. Okay, I'll say it. Big Lou and term provider could get a 50-year-old man, a little dinged up, Uh a million dollars in life insurance for around $200 a month. Call Big Lou. Big Lou! He's like you. 800-555-2085 That's 800-555-2085 85. Don't put it off. If you're overweight, diabetic, have high blood pressure, you gotta call Big Lou. Gotta. 800-555-2085. Write it down. 800-555-2085. Welcome back to the Ask Mr. Green Thumb and Real Estate Show. Connect online at AskMrGreenThumb.com. Got questions on gardening, real estate, or both? Call now. 813-289-1860. Toll free. 877-969-8600. And now, your hosts, Stan and James DeFries. 
And I am Stan DeFritis, and you are... And I'm James DeFritis, and we're back. We might mention to you, if you want to give us a call, we've got about another 10 minutes on our show. So if you uh, have a question that's burning about trees or plants or shrubs, or maybe something about real estate, um, you know, there's always folks out there who are saying, somebody said, can you help investors? Well, sure we can. Sure. If, If you're an investor and you want to invest money in real estate, and I still think it's a good place to have some of your money into real estate... Um, I know there's people out there. I look at the stock market and I go, oh, that's great. And sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. Often you win and lose, sometimes even in the same day. If you're willing to hold it long enough, that's, I mean, that's the other thing is, I mean, if, you know, in the stock market, if you're a day trader, eventually you're going to lose. Same thing in the real estate market. If you, if you got to get in and get out, well, you're going to make, you're going to make good money. You know, at some level, and you're going to lose some money at some level. I mean, that's just that's the way it is, especially for investors. Now, I would say if you're willing to hold on to that real estate long enough, and land, of course, being the long term investment. I mean, people that think of in decades for land are going to do just fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people that think of uh, of investments in real estate in in months. Uh, you can you get into some, some trouble that way, and uh, so that's something to that people need to think about. One of the things I, would, I would, wanted to mention too with real estate auctions is you know one of the things that makes us kind of u- unique is first off one of the things that we do we don't get into paying out the, the, the same kind of thing that you're used to with typical real estate commissions. One of the things that we do is that we deal with agents who've already had a listing. So often what we'll do is we'll take over that listing and will guarantee them that they'll earn the same commission that they had with their seller as part of us taking over that listing. And, you know, does a real estate auction work for everybody? No, but it does work for in a lot of situations. Um, now, are we looking for people that are absolutely desperate? No. Are we in a situation, too, where, where we take everything? No. Now, it has to fit kind of within a certain parameter. And, you know, if we have, I mean, the, the biggest thing for us is that we have to have a motivated seller. The seller has to be willing to accept what the market forces are at the time that he's trying to sell it. He has to understand that, you know, if a property is worth a million dollars, that's great, but it can't be um, well, I don't know, it can't be during a pandemic and think that you're going to get that million dollars. Maybe you do. Maybe you will. I mean, everything is possible, but I would say statistically on average right now, people are having to look at things and they're, they're penny pinching. And that also, that's the same thing as occurring, too, with people that still have a lot of cash on hand. You know, they still want to look for a good deal. Um, we want to be able to provide a good deal for people, but at the same token, we have to have a meeting of the minds. And uh, so, again, you know, we have to have a price that a seller can accept and a buyer is willing to offer. And uh, if that happens, then we can make a deal happen and we can make it happen via an auction process. Um, one of the things, so, so one of the things that we do is we charge a buyer's premium. So if a seller is in a situation where they're fairly tight on their their mortgage, you know, their their loan to, to value ratio, if they're fairly tight on mm-hmm. what they what they owe uh, on the property in terms of how much they have it mortgaged, right. we can sometimes come in and mm-hmm. do things that a, a traditional real estate company cannot do because we're going to move the cost and move it over to a buyer and we're going to charge a buyer's premium. Now, this is something we can do um, as auctioneers as uh, under an auction type of sale. We can do this. Other agents can't. And uh, so one of the things that uh, makes it nice is that if you're right up against it, 
we can we can still make a sale happen and uh, and sellers love it too because instead of having you know we can come up to the sellers and go hey are you tired of paying that three or four or five or six percent well how about if we told you zero I mean you know that it doesn't get any better than that zero and there are times where people who as you said are in a situation where maybe if they if in traditional sale they might have to bring money to closing yeah and there's nothing worse than than selling somebody's home and then and then them learning that oh hey i, I sorry to tell you mr and mrs smith um uh but we're going to have the closing and you know at the end of the month here and uh, could you bring $17,000 to close <laughs> <Yeah>. and it, <laughs> it take it takes that wonderful moment and it turns it into a nightmare scenario for them. Um, now, I will say this. Uh, even if you have to bring money to closing, but it's the right thing to do because your credit's going to get ruined if you don't, it's still the right thing to do. Convincing your seller that that's the right thing to do is a tough thing. Sure. Um, but in certain search situations, that makes all kinds of sense. Now, had they brought it to us at the Remax uh, Metro Auctions Division, uh, this wouldn't have been an, an issue from the start, but it's uh, it's something that traditional real estate agents have to think about. Um, and if they're not thinking about, I see this mainly in in, in new to the business agents. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not always thinking about well at that price, can I actually sell it? Well, that should be the very first thing going through your brain when you take over a listing is how much does do they actually own of that property rather than in their mind, even though that they've signed a mortgage note and all of that. Well, I own it. Well, no, the bank owns it. You're renting it. <laughs> True. Right. So it's something to think about. It brings me to a point, too, where sometimes we'll put up what we call a minimum opening bid. And often we say, well, we're not going to accept the minimum opening bid, but that's where we start. Right. And, and yet people will come and go, well, I'm willing to give you a full offer at your minimum opening bid. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm going, the minimum <laughs> opening bid is just that. It's the place we start at. You know, uh, people sell stuff all day long on eBay. I mean, I've seen, uh, 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 I'll give you an example. Um, probably a year ago, somebody listed a Ferrari on eBay, $200,000 car. Okay. Easily a $200,000. And they put a 99 cent starting bid. Mm. And I'm sure that, you know, 5 million people said, well, I'll give you a full price offer of 99 cents. <laughs> and somehow they know on eBay that that 99 cents isn't going to buy the $200,000 Ferrari. But somehow that same logic does not translate over to real estate when we put a minimum opening bid up. You know, if a property's worth a million bucks and we started at 700000 somehow they think that the 700000 is going to get it done. It doesn't, because almost all of our properties we sell with a reserve, and that reserve has to be met in order for that for the seller to be legally obligated to sell that real estate. Now, one of the things that you can be rest assured on all of our auctions, we've had what we call the come to Jesus moment with the seller, mm-hmm. where we've turned around and we said, hey, you better make sure that reserve is reasonable. If you start putting up that reserve and it's $2,000 under what you were just selling it last week for with a traditional uh, real estate transaction, lots of luck to you. Thanks. We don't want it. It's probably not going to happen. And it's not going to happen. And that's the other thing, too. When originating agents take over a listing and, and then they've had the property for 200 days, or in one case, I had a guy say, hey, you want to sell this property? And I've had it for 1,200 days. You, you want it? And I'm thinking, and I'm looking at what they were willing to sell it for, and I'm going, no, I don't want it. Uh, Jesus could come down, walk across the water, and he couldn't sell it. I I don't want it because nobody could sell it. 
Right. Yeah. Or somebody will come along and say, I think it's worth uh, two or three million. Well, what did you pay for it? Well, I paid, you know, 500000 for it, but I think it's worth two or three million because that's what uh, Aunt Martha said. Sure. Well, no, that it's not. You, you didn't make that in a year. Uh, things may have appreciated, and they have, but they have not appreciated to that kind of tune. Sure. So, yeah, so it has to be a sellable property. I mean, people have to realize that, you know, it can't be the unsellable property that you'd think of with with, uh, with an auction. It has to be something that's real. And the sellers have to be willing to uh, be a horse trader. They have to be under be willing to negotiate the process. If, if I hear a seller is firm on a number and uh, they're not coming down and they're not much of a negotiator, that's probably not a client that I'm going to want to take. Yeah, sounds makes sense to me. We might say, of course, we're at a at a office now, a new office, and that office is it is Remax Metro, and it is in downtown St. Pete. It is right next to uh, the Sundial, so uh, there's there's like a movie theater complex there. It's been mm-hmm. there for a little while, and then of course, uh, you know, it's been all renovated, and everything looks beautiful down there. There's a beautiful parking garage and everything, and uh, once we get past this COVID thing, it's going to be a, a wonderful uh, place to walk around and reminisce. And, and do stuff and have fun, and, uh, and it'll be a great place to come to for auctions. I think there's like 12,000 square feet in that office. Just amazing. Yeah, yeah it's an amazingly big office and uh, very metropolitan at REMAX Metro. And we've got some great people down there. Marcus is a great guy, and Rick's a great guy, and uh, well, all the people we've met so far have just yeah. been outstanding, friendly. And we uh, can't wait to know them all better, so that's gonna be a, it's going to be a great thing. We want to uh, thank everybody for being uh, listeners today and telling your neighbors and friends about our show. Yeah, we'll join next week. We'll keep this going. Stay with us. Have you ever thought about auctioning your home? Remax Metro encourages you to auction your Florida real estate. Please go to AFLRE.com. That's A for auction, FL for Florida, and RE for real estate. We achieve full market value for your home. Tired of paying real estate commissions? How about 0% commission for sellers? That's right. Sellers pay 0% commission. Again, go AFLRE.com.